Are you working on your author career, but struggling to get that first book published? Does the goal of being an author seem too lofty? Or thoughts of having multiple books and making a full-time living are as fantastical as living in Cinderella's castle? Welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where aspiring authors can be heard. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have gotten their foot on the author career path. Hear what they've done to get there and where they want to go now. Settle back. It's time for a bit of inspiration and advice. Come listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. Let's talk some other yeah. stuff. Okay. <laughs> when, when you first started writing at 19, what are some things that you've learned? I really wrote poetry at 19. I didn't really start writing until I was probably like maybe 30. Okay. So what are some things you've learned over the years that you're doing different now than you did used to do? Don't give up and keep writing. Oh, did you give up at some point? Quit? Yes. Plenty of times. Okay. All right. Um, and One of the two documentaries I'm working on right now, I haven't, I haven't done anything with it for a little while because I'm kind of waiting on interviews to be recorded because I'm transcribing interviews to be written, you know, for the book. Excuse me. So that is uh, just a matter of me getting a hold of some of the people to be like, all right, let's sit down like we are with you and me and tell me your life story and I'll write it out. Good. What's the, what's the documentary about? I, again, they're not getting published yet, so I don't want to okay. get into it too well, too much. Okay. So, no problem. Uh, yeah. Just the, uh, the publisher is like, hey, we're going to be uh, sending over some press material and an NDA you need to sign coming up. So I was like, all right, maybe I'll stop talking about this for a little bit. Nice. Okay. So when you're writing, what software and services do you use? Oh, just Word. Nothing special. Okay. And since it's a graphic novel, do you have any software between you and the artists that you use? No, that's all on them. I just tell them what it is I want it to look like and then make the changes before they go permanent to, to it. I mean, some people are using computers, so it's easy to erase. And some they need to know before they go to ink. Okay. So. All right. And. Besides, and I've gotten into arguments. I've gotten into arguments with Ken Hunt about like how I wanted to look, and he had to explain to me why it can't look the way it is. But it's all fine. Okay. So besides getting on podcasts and getting your book in some local stores, what else are you doing to market the book? That's kind of it, other than calling stores and like sending them emails or going to oh, at conventions, festivals. I have a convention I'm coming up this Saturday. I don't remember the name of it, but. It's being put on by a zombie hideout to comic book store in Springfield. Nice. <sighs> okay. But I don't I just don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But I'm gonna be there as a guest all day selling Blada. Nice. Good. Okay, well let's talk a little bit about collaborators because doing a graphic novel, a comic book, definitely is a multi person endeavor. And you have to work with artists, which is different. Whereas a lot of authors working with collaborators, it's another author. So Right. What's that like to work with the artist? What, what role do you do and how do you work together on that? It can be very difficult, but in the end, it's just a matter of making sure that it gets drawn the way you want it and the way they think they can draw it. Okay. What issues do you have in, happen to come up with doing something that's also just graphic? <laughs> trying to explain how it is in my head versus how they're going to draw it and explain to me that it just not, it's just not going to be able to be drawn that way or that's a little beyond the scope of their art. Ken Hunt's an amazing artist, but he's explained to me a couple of times about how a couple of things don't quite work the way I'm describing them. So he had to change it. And what he did was perfectly fine. So. Okay. 
just angles, body language, angles, bo- the way the body is, the way the body moves. So when you're writing for a graphic novel, it, that's different than writing a novel itself. How, how do you do that to get it to the – I mean, is it broken up like a screenplay or what do you do? Yeah, you have to describe every panel and then make sure that they caught your notes on what what's happening in the panel before they move on to the next one. The woman walks into a bar. She puts the money down. The bar's got like people behind her, X, Y, and Z person, and this is how she's dressed. And oh, this person's looking at her suggestively, you know, close up on his eyes. Then we have a shock moment of her getting, you know, inappropriately touched or whatever, and his arm being broken, you know. And then she's leaving, you know, like fury lines above her. But he already knows what the main character will look like, and I just kind of leave it up to his interpretation of like, what do the two barflies look like? Kind of draw it however you think. Draw a barfly like you think the barfly looks. Okay. <clears throat> uh, and have you ever changed part of the story based on what's being drawn? To yes, I've had to do that multiple times. It happens all the time. Oh, okay. So, how, what what changed? What made you change something? Off the top of my head, I don't remember, but there, but that happens all the time in comics okay. because the artist is going to interpret it one way, and it might not be exactly the way you you wanted it. So you might have to change the dialogue to reflect what's going on. And the a short story collection coming out this fall, is that also graphic or is it just stories? It's a it's a short story collection with a bunch of pictures in it by various artists. Okay, so not so much of a comic book feel as illustrated. No, unfortunately not. Okay. <laughs> what, what other plans do you have for the next? Do you have a whole different series planned at some point? Right now, just that. Just, just that short story collection. If I start thinking too far ahead, it'd be honest that then I'm not going to have the ability to focus on just the one project right now. So, And the hardcover coming out, which is going to be an compilation of all the covers we've had, plus an unprinted comic book that I did years ago that's the same thing as the graphic novel. It's 22 pages of a comic book. It's the Vlada story. It never got printed. So it's going to be put into the hardcover. Okay, great. Well, Chris, we talked about the... If you talk to a reader what you would tell them to buy your book. What what advice would you have for other authors out there, especially somebody wanting to get into comic books? Make sure you have money. Okay. Because you're not, unless you can draw it yourself, you got to make damn sure you've got money. What, 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 what do they, what to be aware of, what do they need the money for? Pay the artist. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You gotta pay. You gotta unless you can draw, you need money to pay the artist. You're not gonna find an artist that's gonna do it for free. Right. Yep. At all, it just it's just not gonna happen. It's blunt, but that's the truth. And people are like, oh well, you know, I can draw, and I've seen people draw garbage. You know, I'm in a few comic book groups or whatever, and it's like people are trying and then they're not, and I'm like, it's just really kind of. Anyone can make a comic book. You just got to make sure you know what you're, you know, getting in yourself into when it comes to the art. You know, if you can draw, great. You know, draw it, write it yourself. Otherwise, just know that you got to pay an artist, and it's not going to be cheap. Right. Okay. Great. Well, Chris, I uh, look forward to reading the book. Like I said, I loved Dracula, and I love J.D. Barker's prequel. So I look forward to seeing what your gender swapping switch on the whole story is. I appreciate you getting on today, even though you didn't feel good. Yeah, I don't know what I have. I think it's just a cold, so hopefully it'll pass. Yeah. Yeah. You got a radio show tonight? No. Okay. I'm not doing anything when I get off with you. I'm pretty much going to go eat and then probably go to bed. All right.
All right. Well, Chris, thank you for taking some time and talking with me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Like your Star Wars poster in the background. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. I, I had a green screen up and I broke the tab holding it. So I got to get it back up. But, oh. but I can't use green screen with Zencaster anyway. So. Oh, gotcha. Oh, is that what this is? This is okay. I was, I'm not familiar with this program. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you.